morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. 26th day of May 2021. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. Hard to believe that uh, the month of May is almost over. I know. As Memorial Day is looking us right in the eye. It's going to be June in a week, dude. Oh, my God. Oh. We're going to be hitting the summer months here uh, right between the eyes. Any summer plans? No. None? I mean, not really. Typical uh, everyday stuff. I can't believe it. It makes me sad, Big J. Why? I don't know. Usually you have some sort of uh, thing that you look forward to in every season. Yeah, I don't, I don't look forward to anything now. In spring, uh, you were looking forward to a bathroom remodel. In the fall, you're looking forward to a trip. But nothing in the summer, huh? You got three months of jack squat? Pretty much. I'm sure something will pop up, but uh, I, here's the thing, okay? I, I've, I've had some plant opportunities come up, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that or not. It's just either I'm not ready or, uh, I don't know, maybe i got some anxiety about it. Who knows? Oh, okay. Uh, that's understandable. About travel in particular, so. I got you. Yeah, listen, man, as somebody who's been on seven flights in the last month, it, there's certainly some anxiety around travel. I, I will not... I will not lie about that. But the fact, again, I don't think I would have gone on any of those flights had I not been fully vaccinated. But that's just, again, my personal feeling on things. It doesn't make you feel any better that, you know, again, on the seven flights that I was on, every single one was 100% capacity. And uh, the airports are crazy. Like, I mean, just crazy. And so it's just, it is one of those deals where if you're not sure how you're going to react to real life, the last thing you want your first, you know, foray back into regular life being is an airport, probably. Yeah. Because it's enough to freak you out, but... Because I've already got anxiety on flying anyways. Not not because of flying, but just the stuff associated with my personal stuff. And so, I mean, adding to that, it's just like, whoa, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand. Uh, but either way, uh, if you are, if you want to kind of get an idea of what life used to be like hit an airport because everybody else is or be on the 18th green of the uh golf championship yeah and then just get run over by people trying to celebrate be bruce kepka celebrate the fun that is phil mickelson's victory win it's a busy wednesday show as they tend to be we got big backyard box fun at 9 15 we got a chance to get a movie review from Big J about a movie called Slight. We're going to learn if that was any good. We have a chance for you to win some stuff with uh, really cool giveaways happening with Bad Impressions and Pop Culture Smackdown. And we have a guest coming in to talk Boise OG today in the 7 o'clock hour as well, which we will give you all the details on on some stuff that you're probably going to want to get your hands on because it is cool. So it's going to be busy today. We also play music. We'll kick things off with the Smashing Pumpkins. It's 1979 here on the X Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured in an accident because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, there was lots of speculation heading into the big press conference that happened at Albertson Stadium yesterday. Boise State had announced a couple of days ago that they were going to make a big announcement on the blue for Bronco Nation, which led to speculation everywhere. 
Did it mean that they had rescheduled the Florida State game, Big J? What that we did lost? they gain? Did it mean that they were going to expand Albertson Stadium for a larger kind of attendance? Did it mean they were changing football conferences? Did it mean that they were finally going to allow alcohol sales at Albertson Stadium? These were all the yay, guesses. Yay, yay. But no, it was oh. actually just an announcement that we kind of already assumed already that they were going to have 100% capacity for the Bronco games at Albertson Stadium, which I kind of thought was already a given, considering everything was, you know, off with restriction-wise. I mean, to me, that was already a kind of like a, yeah, no, duh. But apparently they felt it was important enough to announce a big lead-up to it and then roll Jeremiah Dickey out there to let everybody know that that was going to happen. So, hooray for that, I guess. I mean, I was excited for a really cool announcement. Not something that I kind of assumed already happened. But, uh, listen, what are you going to do? So, 100% capacity for Albertson Stadium ahead of the 2021 season. Uh, I guess the the jewel in the schedule, considering there's no Florida State, will be Oklahoma State coming to town on September 18th. That's a top 25 team, so that's a, a pretty big deal. Also, full capacity for all university sporting events going forward, including men's and women's basketball, women's soccer. If you remember, last year, no fans until, like, the last two games when about a 1,000 fans were let in. But, you know, I think everything, everybody kind of assumed everything was going to get back to normal when they let, you know, about 6,300 fans into the game for the spring game. And, you know, when all restrictions were off, there would be no reason why it wouldn't be 100%. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't know why they decided to announce a press conference, let alone why they decided to tease a press conference for it. But, hey, listen. Uh, it got everybody's juices flowing, got us excited for stuff that wasn't going to happen, and uh, laid it out that uh, you're going to be allowed back into Bronco Stadium for Boise State football games if you are excited for that. There were some playoff games on the hardwood last night. The Brooklyn Nets handled the Boston Celtics. They're up 2 to nothing in that series. Lakers over the Suns by 7. That series is tied at 1 apiece. And Mavericks took care of the Clippers again. Uh, they're up 2 to nothing. They took both games in L.A., against the Clippers, who have the ability to get bounced out of the first round of the playoffs again by the Dallas Mavericks. So, uh, whoops-a-daisy. We got the Maple Leafs uh, blanking the Canadians 4 to nothing on the ice. Toronto actually up in that series 3-1, to looking to get out of the second round for the first time since 2004. Hurricanes over the Predators in overtime 3-2. to Carolina now leads that series three games to two as well. And if you say to yourself, you know what we need? Another television series about a dystopian future? Good news. Peacock is developing a series of the hit novel called Red Queen by Victoria Avigard. Uh, and apparently it's a one-hour drama. It's set in an alternative dystopian future where a superpowered monarchy, Big J, has replaced democracy. Whoa. Guess who the star, director, and executive producer is? I have no idea. She was your Ted question Bundy. on uh, Pop Culture Smackdown yesterday. Let's see Elizabeth you... Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Making the news out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I mean, we, there was no reason why I brought her up yesterday, but I was happy that she got the uh, another gig. So Red Queen will be a part of her resume as well. <laughs> Evanescence, The Chain, your Send Nude Song of the Day here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch for you on Netflix. It was called Slight. And Big J, we now gather around the radio to hear you tell us how it was. Yeah, uh, it stars uh, a kid named Jacob Lattimore as Bo, the star of this movie. Uh, he is a uh, 
uh, man in his uh, young 20s who happens to be really good at magic. Sleight of hand, Nick. And that's uh, the uh, the key there, uh, of course, in the title. And uh, exactly. So basically, uh, his parents have uh, have passed away and he's left to care for his younger sister. And to keep a, a web or a web, uh, 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 a roof over his head and their head, they... Uh, <laughs> You know he does he does magic on the side, but you know that's just not getting it done. So he has to turn to selling drugs. How old is his sister? Uh, probably eight. Okay, eight or so. So she's young, and, uh, and so it's it's not easy, obviously. And uh, yeah, the selling drugs part is something that you know he he seemed to be pretty good at. Kept himself out of trouble because of his skills uh, of pickpocketing. And uh, the drug dealer guy that he's working for wants to him to do more and more with the crew uh, to you know further the drug trade. Okay. And that gets uh, them into trouble and gets him into a little bit of trouble. And he has to do some unsavory things, Nick. And, and all along this whole time, he's developed this really cool trick that he does. But in order for him to pull it off, he needs uh, electromagnetic magnetic stuff and interestingly enough he he has a uh, early on but when his parents were still alive he had uh, a full ride scholarship going for um, engineering because he had uh, kind of you know created this electromagnetic thing and he has Im- implanted it in his arm Nick okay and uh, it's kind of gr- gross and ooey and gooey he, he there's a couple scenes of him having to take care of it but he uses this to you know manipulate metal much like magneto would okay which comes in really handy down the road in this movie so i don't want to ruin it for everybody and spoil it but uh it does come in real handy and uh he ups the power a little bit on that thing and does some incredible stuff that you might think was super heroic actually and so who knows where they could go with this i don't think they're going to go anywhere it's, this movie came out in 2016 so uh it was a wwe production no wrestlers in this movie which i thought was strange too huh. uh but uh it, it's an interesting story and in how he uses that uh, his sleight of hand and this uh supercharged electromagnetic uh, thing that he has uh, created to get himself out of trouble is is interesting so what well, worthwhile it sounds interesting but does it venture into the goofy territory no no good. It, well good it keeps it pretty real uh pretty real and so uh it was a, kind of dark um, in, in some respects, and there's not a lot of, you know, levity throughout here, but uh, it really turns into a fight for him uh, trying to keep his sister safe. Very obviously. nice. Uh, and so, Big J approved? No, don't watch this. Oh man, well we no, had I'm a good kidding. run. No, oh. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, actually, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. All right, look at so this. Check it out. Uh, we have hit a streak of movies that Big J uh, enjoys. On streaming dumbass. Yeah, and with the ending of this movie, um, it, it's clear that they thought, you know, there might be something we could do, some cool stuff down the road, but I don't think any of that's materialized. Did it ever come out in theaters? Because it didn't sound familiar to me at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, it. but it's not a Netflix movie, right? A Netflix original? No. Yeah. No. It's a WWE. Yeah, but they could have been a partnership thing for all we know. They don't partner with anybody. But with WWE. Either way, well, they're clearly partnering with Netflix now for the movie to be on there. Nope. But uh, either Story. way. It's uh, it's a Big J approved movie. It is called Slight. It is available for you to check out on Netflix or now. Is it? Oh, magic! No, it's on. It's on Netflix. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, is that what you were? Or is it? I thought you were talking about yeah. the title called Slight. Oh. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Here's traffic. Important stuff on the way, but let's see what's going on with the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. Brought to you by the Idaho Lottery, CB. It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we have a... Hello. Sorry about that. <laughs> we have a trust problem in the United States of America. No. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the uh, CDC has said that it's safe for vaccinated people to be maskless outdoors and, as a matter of fact, in most places indoors as long as they are around other people that are also vaccinated. So, uh, much like everything, Americans will be on the honor system when it comes to this place. Uh, like, you know, if you go to a restaurant or retailers or something like that, you'll have to, I guess, believe your fellow man if they are telling the truth about whether or not they've been vaccinated or not. And according to a poll, they asked Americans who they trust to be honest about getting their vaccination status. Coming out on topic, Jay, as it probably should be, family and close friends. 98% of us trust those. Yay! Followed by coworkers. 71% of us trust our coworkers to be telling the truth about it. But then it drops down significantly from there. For people you encounter but are outside your close circle, we trust them at just 38%. And then if you get into people that, you know, maybe you have seen on Facebook or whatever talk bleep about the vaccine, uh, we trust them about 8%. That's a lot. I was going to say that's 8% more than you probably should trust them about having the vaccination or not. Uh, At 25%, we're both people at sporting events or concerts. And then people dining indoors or at a bar or nightclub come in at 24%. Now, here's the other thing. At least so far, despite these trust numbers being fairly low, it hasn't stopped any of you from going to restaurants or traveling or any of that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? But it's a little bit different traveling than it is going to a restaurant or something like that because, you know, when you travel, you're still required to wear a face mask when you're in the airport. So there is at least that particular thing. But basically, when it comes down to it, we just don't trust each other. Uh, And uh, that is something that we have said on this very show. (laughs) before as well uh not a lot of trust out there and i don't think quite frankly uh we've earned it if we're being honest with each other. well yeah and so there's that i mean i hope that you trust your close family and friends to tell you the truth and it sounds like we do but a- as you get outside of that circle and you uh encounter more random people yeah that trust is going to go down and it probably should and so the idea basically is uh you know it's cute but you don't really know if anybody has a vaccine or not do you know what i mean How could you know? It's impossible. You have to take people at their word. And if you don't take people at their word, then maybe you shouldn't be out and about just yet. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's the way you feel. Be you, right? Right. Congratulations to Julius Randle of the New York Knicks. He was named the winner of the Most Improved Player Award yesterday. Randle's a seven-year veteran. He received 98 first-place votes out of 100, becoming the second player to win the award in his seventh season or later. His son surprised him with the award after the Knicks practice on Tuesday, so congratulations. Wayne Gretzky is going to no longer be a part of the Edmonton Oilers front office. The Hall of Fame legend apparently is stepping down to reportedly join TNT as a hockey analyst next season. Of course, as hockey starts their new television contract, it's going to be a little bit more hmm, visual, if you will, and easier to find on your TV. 
And so they are looking for big names to help make that a little bit more palatable for the regular audience. Wayne Gretzky fits that bill because he's a, oh, I don't know, big J living legend, maybe? Yeah, I don't know if you can get much bigger than that. And so Gretzky said that he realizes that he would not be able to dedicate the time or effort to support the Oilers anymore. And he decided, you know what? Why don't we make it happen on the TV? Of course, Gretzky has a pretty long history with the Oilers. He helped lead them to four Stanley Cups back in the day and returned to a front office position back in 2016. But team hasn't had a whole lot of success since then. So maybe it's time to move on anyway, right? Yeah. So congratulations to Wayne. He'll be on your TV coming up soon. In case you missed it, Slipknot have announced that they'll be bringing their NotFest concert to their home state of Iowa this fall. The event is going to happen on September 25th at the National Balloon Classic Field, of course. We've all heard of that in Indianola, Iowa. <laughs> we have? Yeah. Uh, Clown said in a statement, a home show is always insane, but a home not fest show will be on a whole new level. Dude, this lineup is on another level. Slipknot, Faith No More, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Gojira, Trivium, Tech 9 Fever 333, Knocked Loose, Suicide Boys, Turnstile, Gate Creeper, and Vended is your lineup for NotFest Iowa. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty good one, all things considered. They know what they're doing when it comes to putting together a NotFest. So that might be worth a road trip if you're into it and feeling safe about it. September 25th in Iowa is where NotFest Iowa is going to take trip. place. Yeah, it's a little bit of a haul, but it might be worth it. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. In honor of the uh, NotFest story we just talked about, we're going to Sioux City, Iowa for today's We're Going to Hell story. A Sioux City sarsaparilla? And Big J will tell you more than anybody else, it sucks to have a bad neighbor. And we have a story about a neighbor kind of getting into it with another neighbor. And uh, it's not pretty. It basically comes down to taking care of your lawn. You know, uh, if you have uh, a lawn, you know it can be a pain in the butt to mow and take care of. And sometimes you can hire other people to do that. Sometimes you decide to do it yourself. But when your lawn gets away from you, it, it never looks good, especially if you're in a subdivision where other people take care of their lawns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're the one ruining everything. Right. And that's exactly what 53-year-old Lee Bauman thought of his neighbor. He was like, man, uh, this dude's lawn is out of control. So on Saturday, he went over to his neighbor's house around 6 o'clock at night. Knocked on the door. Neighbor answered the door. And he's like, hey, man, it's Lee from next door. Just wanted to let you know that, you know, I- I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but... But your lawn is a little out of control. I mean, there's weeds everywhere, and we're trying to keep this place looking kind of nice and was hoping that maybe you could take care of it. And uh, according to Lee, the neighbor was fairly dismissive and a little bit insulted that Lee came over and talked about his lawn and said, you know what, Lee, I'll take care of it tomorrow if I find the time. All right, buddy, why don't you have a good night? And then slammed the door in Lee's face. So he obviously didn't like getting called out on his laziness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not sure if that was the right way to go. I don't know if there is a right or wrong way to address the situation. Like, would you be insulted if somebody came, if a neighbor came over to your house and said, Hey, Big J, cut your damn lawn, dude. Or would you be like, yeah, I get it. I probably should. Uh, Or does it depend on the neighbor, I guess? Yeah, I suppose it depends on the approach. Sure. And if that was the approach, if Lee was fairly kind about it, would you take that the wrong way, or would you be insulted? Yeah, yeah, I take it the wrong way. The right way would be uh, for the neighbor to just to come do my lawn. Oh, I see. You want them to do the work yeah, for you? Yeah. Well, like, hey, if it means so much to you, go ahead, help yourself. Has that ever happened? Has like the neighbors like shoveled your lawn, or your not your lawn, but shoveled your front way and driveway just because? No, never. Boy, your neighbors must hate you. 
And so... No, uh, I mean, we usually don't have that problem. We usually do it ourselves. Well, that's nice. That's good. Uh, and so uh, Lee was very upset with how the interaction ended. And so the next day came along, Sunday, and his neighbor still hadn't mowed his lawn. So Lee decided it was time to take things into his own hands. At around 6.30 in the evening on Sunday, uh, Lee started stacking up wood against the house of his neighbor's house and then started dumping gasoline on that wood, Big J. <laughs> and then set the gasoline uh, covered the? wood on fire and started this dude's house on fire and was like, it's time to burn this whole Whoa. damn thing to the ground. Uh, of course, uh, the sad news was that his neighbors still in the house. And yeah, why would they dead. you know, think that their house is on fire, right? Burned to death. So uh, another neighbor saw the house was on fire, knocked on the door, and was like, hey, man, did you know that your house is on fire? And they're like, what? And so they came out and saw that there was a bunch of wood stacked up against the side of their house and that it was on fire and some, some of their house had caught on fire. Called the fire department. Also, on top of that, the neighbors helped put it out. But it still did around $5,000 in damage to the house. Uh, and, of course, uh, Big J, because everybody has these these days, there's ring cameras and stuff that see Lee <laughs> piling wood up on the side of the house oh, and Lee. starting it on fire. And so they reviewed the camera footage, showed it to the police officers that showed up. Lee has been arrested and charged with arson and all sorts of different kind of stuff that goes along with it. So at the end of the day, uh, I believe Lee takes the loss on this. And that's not a great way to resolve any kind of situation you have with your neighbor. He snapped like a dry lawn. Yes, yes, he did. And it didn't work out for him or anybody involved. Thankfully, nobody was injured. But that's just a weird way to take it from zero to like 150 without passing go at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it takes, there's got to be something that snaps in your head to go, I'm going to, you know, kindly go over to my neighbor's house and tell them to cut his lawn to go, that dude still hasn't cut his lawn? Time to burn that house down. And it seems to me a weird lead to go from lawn to house. Like, why wouldn't you set the lawn on fire? Yeah, I, I guess that's you bring true. bring out one of those old-fashioned uh, maybe he's throwers. Maybe he's scared about the fire spreading to his house if the lawn was on fire, where the house could just <laughs> somewhat be under control. I don't control. know, man. He stacked wood up. How does that work? Why would you do that? Yeah, why not just light the house on fire? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. And I don't know how much wood it was, to be fair. I don't know how much work he put into it. I just know that he doused some wood with gasoline and put it up against the side of the house. Hey, people, do your lawn. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, we're telling you all about Boise OG. Learn about it next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's time to get you up to date with some of the cool things happening around the Treasure Valley. And it doesn't get much cooler than a great company called Boise OG, who was put together by a guest that we have in studio with us right now. His name is Kelly. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Morning. Thank you. Thank Doing you. Good. Appreciate you coming in early, <laughs> talking about the business. Let's let's start with the, the origins of it. For those of you people that aren't familiar with Boise OG, give us kind of like the dime store pitch as to what it is. Yeah, the quick story is... Is, uh, my sister and I were hanging out uh, quite often and talking about old memories growing up here in Boise. Um, we both have a pretty snarky, sarcastic sense of humor, so a lot of it was embarrassing stuff or <laughs> noteworthy or the stuff that we didn't ne necessarily want to make national news. Right. And it kept coming to, what if we made a sticker? What if we made a hat? And then eventually we had a big enough list. We are like, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, and um, not only that, but uh, you know, it's stuff that even if you've been around here recently, like the whole... Right. The Boise Hole, for example. That's the one that caught my eye right away. And I'm like, oh, hey, that is uh, is kind of iconic. For a long time, there was just this huge, gigantic hole in the middle of downtown Boise. Yeah. 
yeah, it's stuff. It's stuff that's happened in the last two years, ten years, twenty years, and we're, and we're looking to go even, even further back. But Boise's growing so fast, and things are changing so fast. And now raising a family here. I catch myself being like, I remember when that was a field. I remember when that was a farm. Right. Hey, that used to be this really cool restaurant. Um, you know, and it keeps just going on and on. So it is kind of like this little sticker scrapbook of uh, what Boise was. So it's a, it's a series of stickers, T-shirts, hats. You can put it on all sorts of different apparel. But it, it's a great, I would say, comedic and also loving throwback to what Boise was and what it is and what it can be in the future, too. Yeah, yeah. We call it sarcastic reverence. Where we're not looking to um, you know foster this hate of change or the growth. Um, we have our own opinions on that, but that's not what this company is about. You know, So we're, we're uh, respecting the past, um, so, kind of celebrating what it was, but we're also looking forward to the future. And, you know, uh, Kelly... You look at the original designs on the website, and some of them are brilliant. Are those all your brainchilds? Do you sit down and sketch all this stuff out and put that all together? My sister and I collaborate on all the ideas. Um, I'm sort of the um, the art side of things. Um, she's more on the business fulfillment, um, but we definitely collaborate on the ideas. Do you have to get like permission from, from like Jerry's Market, for example? You did the Jerry's Market one and the Skate World. I mean, they're not exact copies of the uh, logos, but do you need to get some sort of permission from them on that sort of thing? Well, I'm sure we'll get sued now. We haven't, <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I think part of it is, is that we're trying to be respectful with it. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I hope it's I hope it's respectful to these people that used to have these these businesses um, that a whole big group of people come out and say, like, oh, I love that place. I love what you did. Um, we try not to do anything of existing businesses just because I think that will be an issue, a gray area there. But we've had existing businesses reach out and ask that we do something for them. So so we'll see. We're, we'll be respectful. And if someone calls up and says, hey, you know, that was my dad's restaurant, we'd rather you not, then we would certainly take it down. Sure, sure. And that's that's the beauty of being able to kind of put these things up. And you talked about releasing new designs every single Friday and weekly and kind of doing this stuff and figuring out, you know, hey, what's going to stick and what's not going to stick, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we release, or we try to anyway. So far, we've released five new designs every Friday. Um, and we're going to throw in some new stuff. We have some magnets coming, some flasks. Um, we're going to try to introduce maybe some fanny packs, you know, depending <laughs> on. <yeah. laughs> I love it. Uh, and, and, you know, we were talking, you know, people give you uh, ideas now all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is nice, right? It's, it's awesome. It's opened this huge conversation of, like, you know, my grandma grew up here. When are you going to make a from the 60s, from the 50s? Um, it, it's awesome. We get a ton of really great ideas. We're now, Heidi and I almost become researchers and like, okay, we didn't know about Manly's Cafe. What can we find on that? Um, we've dug into the state's archives a little bit, so it has become this really cool, like, evolving conversation sort of history project. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I feel like, again, it's a great thing that kind of totally pays respect to the way that Boise was and the yeah. city that it was all these years ago, but also can do it in a humorous way and, yeah. and have some fun with it. But also, it doesn't necessarily have to be humorous. I mean, like, the skate world thing is just totally a throwback. There's right, nothing right. super funny about it. It's just like somebody can go, I remember that when it was open. Yeah, it was totally. And you think about couples skating, you know, yeah. in reverse. Yeah, or, backwards you know, Guar played there. Yeah, I mean, tons of concerts yeah. uh, happened at Skate World. Speaking of which, we just played Rage Against the Machine, uh, and we were just before we got in here talking about this, like, urban legend is, is, were you at the Rage Against the Machine at the Old State Pen? Everybody says they were, not everybody was. Right. But right. that would be a fantastic one, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I missed that one. I had buddies that went. I'm in that sad category of, like, oh, my God, like, what a perfect place to see Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> um, I have another project I'm working on with uh, an historian, Amber Byerly, who was there as not as, like, a fan, but as, like, a facilitator. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's it seems like something that just they don't talk about anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's smart. So if people want more information or want to grab a t-shirt or hat or sticker of their own, what's the best place to go, Kelly? Uh, BoiseOG.com. Um, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you can see the new releases every Friday. Beautiful. Uh, can can we talk a little bit about the most popular designs? Which ones are really lighting things up these days? Uh, you know, still to this day, the I Survived Camel's Back Park. Yeah. Um, has been a favorite. Um, if anyone remembers that original playground, it was before safety was a priority. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a rite of passage on some of that equipment. Um, if you were in the summer, I mean, um, you're going to leave that place with, with blisters from that sheet metal that's been baking in the sun all day. <laughs> right. Or I remember saying, you know, if you, you'd always want someone new there to send them down the slides first. One to see how hot it was, but two to see if someone had like peed down it. So it was, it was. I like to call the Thunderdome of uh, playgrounds from my day. I love it. I love it. There's some great designs on BoiseOG.com. I also feel like I'm walking a fine line because there's some stuff in there that I love, but I also don't want to be a poser because I'm not a native. I've been here for 14 years, so stuff like uh, like I love the uh, the Boise Hole reference that's in there because that one makes sense to me. I love the Botanical Gardens because it cracks yeah. me up. Oh, yeah. uh, but there are some in there that I've heard reference to, but I also don't want to pull off like I know what I'm talking about or I've been here longer than I actually have. So it's a fine line that I'm walking there. But there's some fantastic stuff. It doesn't matter when you've come to Boise. There's all sorts it, of stuff it, in there. It doesn't. And our family moved. I think I think I was four when we moved to Idaho. So I can't say I'm an actual OG. And the OG really isn't like you had to be from here. It's more of like the original stuff that made Boise so great. Right. Um, and the lifestyle. So we're not, I mean, why make your own company if you can't break a bunch of rules? Like, you know, we're going to kind of do whatever we want. I love it. I love it. Uh, And, of course, you know, you can order a whole bunch of stuff on the website. And the turnaround must be pretty good, I imagine, for that. Yeah, yeah. most most of the time it's out same day. I mean, we make um, all the stuff minus the T-shirts. So uh, once it's ordered, we throw it in the mail. Beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, again, check out the website, boiseog.com. There's a bunch of great designs and new stuff coming all the time. And is there a contact form if somebody wants to reach out to you and go, I've got a great idea or something like that? Yep, you can find that on the website. And and we really enjoy the idea, so keep them coming. Beautiful. Lots of new designs coming. There's some great stuff on there. Make sure you check it out for yourself. It is boiseog.com. Thanks for coming in, Kelly. We appreciate it, guys. We will have you back in when you have more designs. We'll talk all about it. We love this thing. So, great idea, dude. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. If you want to be happier in your life, everybody, clap your hands. All you have to do is lower your damn expectations. I hey listen, it's worked for me. I was going to say, maybe I wouldn't be single if more people lowered their expectations. Let's work on that, everybody. That's Uh, how I come here. University of College London researchers found that when people of uh, uh, any particular society lowered their expectations, it actually increased the likelihood of a positive surprise. But the key is to not constantly lower those expectations, but instead kind of find the right balance and weave it back and forth. The researchers noticed that high expectations seem to be a pretty big problem if you have some happiness issues, like you're trying to get things too good. They suggest that it's not a good idea to tell a friend that they will love the gift you're about to give them as it raises expectations and removes surprises. So if you just, you know, kind of level things out a little bit and lower things down, not all the way and not consistently, but every once in a while you lower that bar a little bit, it'll be a lot easier for people like me to jump over that bar. Yeah. And I appreciate that very much. Tell you what, and then after uh, some some years of getting presents that you thought were going to be really good from a particular person and realizing they're not that great, your expectations of the present you're about to get are also 
muted. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, uh, Nick. Yeah, no, this is what I do. Uh, and I listen. I don't ever talk up my presence. I talk down <laughs> not, to them. Not anymore. <laughs> no, because I'm very upset about the presence I get sometimes. Uh, Julius Randle is your most improved player in the NBA. Congratulations to the Knicks guard. Wayne Gretzky is going to step away from the Edmonton Oilers and take over for an analyst position on TNT beginning next year. Brooklyn Nets, Lakers, and Mavericks all winners in the hard court last night, and the Leafs and the Hurricanes victorious on the ice. And if you believe what Johnny Knoxville has to say, this is his last Jackass movie. Jackass 4 is in the can, and Johnny Knoxville did a a nice little actual profile piece with... uh, GQ magazine that came out yesterday where he talked about how you know he knows that everybody on Jackass has said after every Jackass movie this is the last one but they really do believe it I mean he's 50 years old now uh, he talked in the article I don't know if you read it but if you're not you should it's a pretty actually impressive kind of breakdown of his career and how Jackass came to be and how the fact that you know even though you don't think about it they only filmed Jackass for MTV for six months before Johnny Knoxville quit because it was too much and MTV turned that into basically two and a half seasons and just ran it on recycle and recycle and that's how it became popular and then the movies came out the first one made like 50 million the second one made 58 million the third one made 108 million and then the set the the, the third one made 150 million dollars and so they just continue to make money which is why these movies come out and they're able to put them together for cheap obviously but one of the other things that Johnny Knoxville talked about in this profile was Bam Margera And it was actually a pretty kind of uh, emotional interaction between the interviewer and Johnny. And he talked about, you know, how a lot of the jackass people have their struggles with sobriety. Steve-O did. Johnny Knoxville did. Bam Margera currently does. And he talks about how uh, Johnny talks about how the, 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 the it was so hard for them to kick Bam off the set of Jackass 4. But he just wasn't meeting the requirements of staying on the straight and narrow and it was really hard he's like listen we're all here for everybody we want them to be healthy and healthy but they have to want that help too and some people don't want that help yet and uh and so they went to bam margera with that and he said that yeah he was upset because he got kicked off the movie because he didn't meet johnny knoxville's like you know rehab requirements or whatever but he he, you know he kind of akin that to being in prison and johnny was actually pretty respectful and said like listen i don't want to go back and forth publicly about bam i just want him to get the help that he needs and then yesterday the director of jackass 4 had to file a restraining order against bam margera because he wouldn't leave him alone and so it's just it's dark times in that particular world but it seems like, believe it or not, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O, for that part, have their heads on straight somehow. Crazy. Which, I know, which is insane that those two... In particular, Steve-O. Yes. I mean, let's not pretend. But he's done a total 180. I mean, he's clean and sober. Yes, he still does crazy he's stuff. He's got great glasses. Yeah, and big fake teeth. But he knows what he's doing. And he's got his head on straight, and so does Johnny Knoxville, which is pretty impressive. So I know you don't, you don't dig on that jackass stuff. But it is a, a pretty cool article about how it all came to be and, you know, how, you know, these are grown men at 50 years old looking back on them beating the crap out of themselves for 20 plus years. It is. Uh, and, and they realize what they've done and they realize they can't do it forever, which I don't think they did when they were 30 and 40 years old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but a concussion seems to hurt a lot more at 50 than it did at 30 and 20, which makes sense to me, doesn't it? I mean, as an older gentleman, it seems that uh, everything that happens with your body seems to hurt a little bit more these days, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's about lowering that bar again. Way to go, everybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After.
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, our buddy uh, Kelly Knopp left behind a very, very cool Boise OG gift basket to hook you up with. It's got a shirt, it's got a hat in it, a whole bunch of stick. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, I wish I could uh, win this thing. Can I win this thing? You cannot win this thing. If it, I get them all right today. Uh, if you get every question right? Yeah. How do we prove that you get the listener ones right, too, without giving away the answer? Okay, you're right. So I never win. That's no. maybe part of the problem. You should buy Boise OG stuff, Mr. Moneybags. You're right. And make Kelly happy as well. I, as I just figured I was a big celebrity, Nick, and we don't pay for our own hey, stuff. He brought stickers. Enjoy his sticker. Yes, I, I'm going to put those on things all over the place. So if you want to win this really cool uh, prize package courtesy of Boise OG, now will be the time to get on the horn. 208-287-1003. You must also defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, which... Could be easy, could be difficult today. I don't know. Not even Big J knows. Good, good. That's a good, uh, good plan. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Jacob. How's it going? We're good, Jacob. Jacob. Uh, how are you, man? Pretty good. Wonderful. You're up first, Jacob. This sometimes wrestler, WWE style, is currently the star of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead on Netflix. Ooh, I don't know. Oh no! Popular culture, Jacob. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, You're wrong. I was gonna try to. I like I like yet. Jacob though. Hello, I like, the X. I like him. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, uh, we need to know what sometimes wrestler for the WWE and a wrestling legend is currently the star of Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder on Netflix. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Right. Is correct. Big J. Did, did he have a catchphrase? Dave Batista having not really. He was they didn't really make him talk very much. Uh Big J, uh, this actress is the highest paid actress on TV for the last seven years in a row, making over fifty million dollars just in the last year. On TV? Yes. Well, she is the highest paid actress on TV, yes. Actress. For oh, seven years. Damn. Um, so you got to think a long-running television show. Yeah, and it's got to be a comedy show. Does it? No, I'm trying to think uh, what would be Trump. I'm trying to overthink this now. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you name any TV actress? Yeah, right? That's what's happening right now. I, 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 I can't name any. <laughs> Emily Wickersham. Oh, Emily Wickersham, number three on the list. Wrong. Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, do you happen to have a guess, sir? You win no matter what. Uh, no. Uh, what if I told you she was on Modern Family? Does that help anybody? Oh, Sofia Vergara? Uh, well, they're close enough. Sofia Vergara. Right. Sofia Vergara is the She's not even on anymore, uh, right? But she, well, it just wrapped up this last year, oh, but okay. for seven straight years, she was number one. I was right. It was a comedy. Uh, yep, but number two was actually a drama. Does that help you? No. She makes uh, $33 million a year. Star Grey's Anatomy? Oh, uh, Ellen Pompeo. Right. Number two, but that was not the question. Either way, one and done for Big J again. You get yourself some Boise OG stuff coming your way. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll I get some information from you. I didn't deserve me. it anyways. We, didn't deserve that prize. <laughs> we will do uh, some headlines. Those are next to the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you hear about on the X all the time. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Here are your headlines. Bad plan. I mean, come on and get it on. Get it on. 
New research published in Frontiers in Psychology magazine suggests that polyamorous relationships are a little bit more popular than you think. What is polyamorous relationship to you, Big J? Uh, I think it's come one, come all. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, and it involves romantic and sexual relations with more than one person at a time. But still, as the findings suggest, the practice remains pretty stigmatized by a lot of Americans, but more Americans are doing it than you think. Media and marriage and family research and monogamous relationships are seen as the most favorable type of romantic relationship still. But despite this idea, it says that upwards of 30% of Americans are cool with a, you know, polyamorous relationship. Now, it also says that less than those 30% are in it one, but... You know, you never know, I guess, if somebody's eyes could be opened up to that particular thing until you bring it up, if you're into it, I suppose. But boy, is that a risky endeavor, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, it seems like a young person's game. <laughs> you're too old for this, please? Right! I can't handle the emotions here. I'm not <laughs> equipped for it. Otherwise, you'd be all in? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. A 30-year-old Big J, maybe. How do you think the missus feel about that? Yeah, see, that was before. I don't think she'd like that. <laughs> well, I'm guessing that a 30-year-old Big J would also be involved in his current relationship. I'm talking about taking back time. But regardless, uh, there's a lot more people into it than you think. Bad plan, or I mean, come on. Come on! Sometimes you can only laugh. A woman named Angela Holloway says she's been doing the grocery shopping for her mom and stepdad during the pandemic. She usually does a pretty good job of separating the pet food from the rest of the groceries, but Holloway recently got confused when her mom told her that they had eaten, quote, a really lovely dinner of absolutely gorgeous pate on some baked bread. And the daughter was like, Mom, where'd you get the pate from? And the mom was like, hey, you, well, you brought it from the store. Turns out the couple, originally from the UK, currently living in France, had not noticed they were actually eating cat food on baked bread, Big J. They apparently struggle with French labeling on packaging because they don't read French as much as they can speak it and therefore didn't really understand that the can of cat food they were opening up wasn't pate, but cat food. Her daughter says she burst into laughter when they, sh when they showed her the empty can of cat food. Luckily, nobody got sick from consuming the pet food. But listen, man, I'm not an expert when it comes to pate. But if you're a cat owner, you should know what cat food smells like, right? Especially out of the can. Like, you'd be able to know the difference between that and other food if you smelled it, don't you think? I mean, maybe. You have cats? You maybe? Well, we don't use a lot of canned food. But if you, what I'm saying is if you did. I mean, this person obviously it could does. smell a lot like tuna fish. I don't know. I can't imagine it's that easily confused. But it's pate. It's like the, it's like the fancy feast. It's not tuna fish. It's fancy feast. Like, you'd be able to smell that. Five times. Fancy feast. It's not tuna. It's fancy feast. It's meow mix. You get this. Either way, uh, I don't know how you confuse the two, but apparently it happens. And apparently it's delicious. So what do I know? <laughs> but I'm not eating any cat food. Although I wouldn't eat regular pate on baked bread. That you know of. That's correct. That is correct. Although technically, if the cat eats food off the table, Big J isn't everything cat food. Agreed. Wrap it up with bad plan. An alligator has gotten out of its enclosure at a zoo in Wisconsin and might be on the loose. Might But be. zoo officials say, hey, don't worry about it. The alligator, it's pretty docile. Uh, park officials in Docks Zoo in Shawnahoe County noticed on Saturday that the large gator named Rox 
was not in his enclosure. They have not found him yet, and they have no idea where he is. Although convincing people that a large predatory reptile poses no threat sounds impossible, the zoo insists that rocks won't harm anyone because he's old and he suffers from arthritis in his jaw, which makes it hard for him to open his mouth more than an inch. So as long as you don't have an Poor inch... Poor old guy. Yeah, I know. He's lived at the zoo for 35 years and probably doesn't even know how to hunt for food. So basically they're saying rocks is as good as dead. I mean, this is the, the information that I'm getting from this zoo, which makes me very sad. Yeah. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be in the zoo to begin with, but I Zoos guess at are... 35, somebody's got to take care of this thing if he can only eat, if he can't open his mouth more than an inch. But either way, now I hope they find him, and it makes me Get sad that he's on the loose. Food. <laughs> some cat food, maybe. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> in the box only on 100.3 vx rocks what's in the box only a couple more days left to qualify for this thing called the big backyard box inside of it you'll find ten thousand dollars worth of amazing stuff in there all presented by kitchen tune-up thousand bucks to apple plumbing leisure time butte fest fence archaic concrete and a whole bunch more even a thousand dollars cash in there all adds up to ten thousand dollars of stuff that you can use in and around your house here in the treasure valley to increase its property value to finally redo that bathroom we've been looking to redo to finally get in a bigger bathtub maybe who knows it's all up to you courtesy of the big backyard box but in order to win it you got to get qualified which is why i want to give you a phone number 208-287-1003 you can qualify right now by playing what's in the box big j's got a fictional box he's stuffing something inside of it figure out what it is from his clues and you are qualified to the phones we go hello the x hi good morning man what's your name this is sean all right sean you're up first good luck you use this every day probably without even realizing it Next. It was rumored at one point that Al Gore created it. Uh, the internet. There you go. The internet. God, I hope you know you're using the internet. Hang on one second, Sean. You are all set and good to go for the big backyard box. Next chance to qualify, 515 today with Adam himself. Uh, why are you putting internet in a box? Our internet went out, <laughs> but now it's back. It just came on the second you talked about it. Yeah. How weird is that? I planned it that way. Uh, well done. It is the Big J Magic. It works again. But, yeah, uh, Internet is a valuable commodity, and when it goes down, it feels like you're back in the Stone Ages. But that's when, uh, that's when you know, 4G comes in handy. It can really inconvenience uh, your day. Uh, it's an inconvenient truth when you think about it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, we'll hook you up with some brand new music. Uh, the band Black Keys put out an album called Delta Cream. It's really good. We'll get you set up with a digital copy that you can uh, receive via email if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. Download it on your own time onto your own device. It is up to you if you would like to play 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is via those clues or impersonation, you've got music coming your way, and hopefully that makes you feel pretty good. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan. Good luck. <laughs> My brother and I are heartthrob actors from Australia. Liam was even engaged to Miley Cyrus for a time. <laughs> I started an extraction, a big hit for Netflix last year. Okay, next one. Maybe you've heard of my other character, Thor. 
Man, I just his name's on the tip of my tongue. Can't remember it. Nothing. Moment. You don't remember Thor, the god <laughs> of thunder? No. All right, man. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Uh, but if you do happen to know who Thor is, now would be a good time to get in on it. Hello, the X. It's Chris Hemsworth. Isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, well played. Hang on one second. Yeah. We'll hook you up with that CD. Thank you for saving the show. Uh, why is little Chris Hemsworth in the news? Chris Hemsworth makes me laugh, man. Uh, he uh, he posted a picture of himself looking super ripped. Looks like he's got the hair and uh, he's been doing some filming for uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, and he's got his uh, young son. He's got a red cape on. And it says, holding my little man's hand and asking him the age old question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Quote, Dad, I want to be Superman. His response, lucky, I have two other kids. <laughs> now, I looked at that picture. That red cape could have been a Thor cape, too. Oh, absolutely. Thor's yeah. cape is yeah. red as well. Uh, but it, it doesn't. It's a it, small version, <laughs> that's yes. for sure. It's a lot less funny if Hattie said Thor. Uh, but I like the Superman stuff. And uh, I like the fact that he's given up on that kid, too, in the Instagram post. So, and he, You know, the best part is when these uh, celebrity types post something like that, all the other celebrities like to get in on it. Uh, uh, Jason Momoa was like, yeah, uh, Wolf wanted to be Batman. And um, I don't know what uh, just uh, Ryan Reynolds just liked it a lot. Put a heart and a, a cry emoji on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, congratulations to Chris. And maybe there's your next Superman uh, 20 years down the road. Who knows? Uh, if little Henry Junior, Kev- Little Junior Hemsworth. <laughs> Was that his name, Junior? I don't know. I don't know his name. Morning After with Nick and Big J. How about we wrap up the show? It's happening next on the X-Rocks. See Offspring, let the bad times roll here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's how we're going to wrap up this Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Big J approved a movie for you out of Netflix called Slight. If you want to check it out, you certainly can. It is officially Big J approved. That is three in a row for keeping track at home. Also, a special thank you to Kelly Knopp of Boise OG for coming into the studio and talking about his company and the cool designs they have going on. Check out the website, boiseog.com. And congratulations to our pop culture SmackDown winner for bringing or for winning the, uh, the the prize package that Kelly brought in. Yeah. Pretty awesome stuff in there and some funny stuff as well for those of you that have been around Boise for a little while. If you're a Boise OG. Big J wants to grab the Deeds Sucks tat uh, and wear it around Michael Deeds, which is very funny. And cool, and so you can check out the design for yourself at uh, BoiseOG.com. <laughs> Reminder, if you're looking for a new car or you need a new car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com, the one you hear about all the time on the X. Check it out for yourself, GoTeamMazda.com. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Lego just unveiled the largest set in company history, Nick. It's a world map. Features 11,695 pieces. Is it like a globe? 25 and a half inches high and 40 inches, uh, half inches wide when completed. No, it's not a globe. It's just like a flat world kind of mess. Yes, and if all goes according to plan, uh, it'll be 250 bucks on Lego's website on June 1st and will be in stores on August 1st. But you got to have the space to put it together. That's the rough. Yeah. That is the rub. But only just put Idaho together. <laughs> oh, wait. It's it's like state by state? I don't know. I haven't seen this thing. <laughs> reading I, off a paper. I, I have to remember to stop asking you follow-up yeah, questions. Yeah, why do you, why do you uh, ask these questions? Next set of X-Rock brought to you by McDonald's. New crispy chicken sandwiches here. It's crispy, oh, it's juicy, lame. and tender. Or, in one word, crispy, juicy, tender. Check it out for yourself at a participating McDonald's. We will see you tomorrow. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.